welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast, where we chat money, mindset, and a little bit of muscles. I am so freaking thankful that you are taking the time to hang out with me here today because there's literally anything else you could be doing. You could be setting off fireworks. You could be roasting a chicken. You could be being thrown off a jet ski by your friends driving a little too crazy on the lake for you. But you are hanging out with me here, and I'm just so, so thankful. On today's episode, we have Michelle Galloway, and she is a time management life coach guru. She is going to give us some tips and tricks on how to manage your time, how to create more time, and what kind of scheduling person you actually want to be. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be crazy. And you can create absolutely everything that you've ever wanted in your life once you get a grip on your time. So, Without further ado, let's dive right into it. You are going to love this one. All right, welcome on back. So on today's episode, I have Michelle Galloway of Life Leap Coaching. We are going to talk some amazing time management tips for y'all because if you know me, I am a schedule crazy human hour by hour. I know what's going on in my life all week long, but that's not the case for everyone. So I'm so excited to have like a time management expert on. So Miss Michelle, if you could just tell us your story, how you got here, tell me the fun things. Sure, thanks. I'm super excited to be here. So I have an interesting background in that I worked for the same company for 25 years. I've had like two jobs in my life, Sonic Drive-In, I was a car hop, and then this publishing company. And I was in advertising sales, which had me traveling quite a bit, flying all over and presenting. I was a national account manager and it was a very well-paying job. But you know, you're not getting paid good money for nothing. I was giving up a lot of like my personal life and, and a lot of my friendships kind of fell back because I was always gone. And if I was home, I just wanted to be home home like with quiet and my dog and and so I'd been with this company forever and I had personally hired a life coach and helped me transform my life completely like in some personal areas like the relationship with my mom and so forth and my company got bought out by a private equity company and it had been pri- it had been privately owned for over 100 years and so I was like oh shit we're all like we're gonna get laid off now right because that's kind of what they do and I was like um I'm not going back to Sonic <laughs> I have no other plan. And the woman, my life coach had gotten certified through the life coach school. And I was like, I know this stuff works. I wonder if I could become a life coach, but they only had in-person training. And I was like, I can't do that with my job. I can't be gone that long. And they opened up online certification. And I was like, oh, and it was expensive. It was one hell of an investment. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Worst case scenario, I don't need it. And I just master all these skills in my own life and like become a ninja. And, and so I ended up, we, as part of the certification, you had to coach people for free on the weekends. And so I gave up every weekend for almost a year coaching people for free. I fell in love with it. I absolutely loved it. And then I got to this point where I was like, okay, now I love my job because I actually got a raise and they required us to travel less. And I was like, okay, can the universe make this a little easier for me to leave? So it was like, I was married and I fell in love with another man and I had to make that decision. (laughs) It's totally what it felt like. And And it was for sure one of the scariest things I've ever done because I'm single. I definitely don't have a wealthy family. I had been smart financially after going through a hot mess phase in my 20s. And so financially, I was able to support myself. But yeah, so that is how I got here. I pulled the the plug and I have not looked back. Pulled the plug? No, whatever the 
that is. You basically did. That's awesome. Yeah. I love like hearing people being like, you know, I was doing this thing for a while and it was good, but it wasn't what was really making me passionate. I wasn't really fired up about it. And I love that you you coached. You fell in love with that that process. Some people have no idea if they're gonna like coaching. So it's cool that you got to like try it out. I've yeah. been trialing out coaching for like six months now before I'm like, yeah, okay, I can do this. There's this structure. I know what I'm doing. So it's good that you got to try that out. Still have the job and you're like, you know, I'm gonna go try this. Cause like worst case scenario, you already had so many skills from that national account manager life. Like you'd be able to find something else. Oh, and my brain was not telling myself that. I lost my shit over that decision. <laughs> I mean, I took a week off work and because it, like I had spent most of my life creating a comfort zone for myself. Like I just wanted to protect myself. I didn't want to feel vulnerable, no fear. I just wanted to be safe and easy. And so it was me. I mean, I literally, my brain is like, um, you're walking into gunfire, lady. What are you doing? And so I took a week off work and I'm like, at the end of this week, I'm going to have an all in decision one way or the other. And I actually created a process on how to make difficult decisions while I struggled with it that week. And I was like, all right, I'm all in. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it totally was. I'm so proud of it now though. So the proud scariest of scariest things are the ones that we like always have to do. It's a silly quote. We see it's like, the scary option is always the right option because it's going to push you. Like yeah. saying goodbye to your comfort zone is awful and it sucks. And you're just like, this is not, this is not going great. I always like to think of it as like that comfort zone will actually probably still be there. If I jump off the cliff, I can probably take a boat and then a car back up to that yeah. comfort zone if I really, really have to. I do believe in burning the boats to some extent. I'm like, yeah. I'm like you yeah. always have options. We're, it's 2020. The world is crazy but there are options. There are always options. Yeah, there always are. It's not always easy to see them though when you're facing a huge decision. Like I spent some time being kind of pissed off. Like I was like waiting for the universe. Like, can you lay me off at least? Give me something so I know I'm going to make the right decision. But it was perfect because it helps me so much now when my clients are struggling. I can go, oh, okay, I know this story and I know exactly how to get you through this. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Having that real life experience to help your clients through is so, so clutch and you had to go through so much coach training so many different things yeah and being able to have been the one who made that hard decision gives you even more power over mm -hmm. it because you didn't get laid off you yeah were like i'm doing it i love the i'm doing it attitude so so all right fun. so since you are like my time management guru there are so many different approaches to time management what is what's kind of like your favorite approach to it that's kind of easy for people to understand and work into if they never tried to time management anything other than, oh, I go to my job at X time and that is the only time of day I understand. Well, it's interesting because there are different types of people. There, You usually fit in one bucket or another. So I have clients that will come to me and say, I manage, I have a to-do list on anything that will take ink. Post-it notes, notes in my purse, on the notes app on my phone, in my, I'll email myself. They manage all their tasks a million different ways. It's just chaos. And then I 
find people who are like, I just re remember what I need to do, which is always so fascinating to me because it's not even possible. <laughs> and, and there are a million different systems and I have tried them all. I've always been a time management nerd over the years because I wanted to do more, be more, do bigger things, more from a sense of lack of self-worth at the time. I didn't know that, but it really helped me become crazy productive, but I was always missing something. And when I got certified through the life coach school, I was like, oh, I was missing the knowing how to manage my brain parts. <laughs> and because I would set out a plan and I would go to accomplish it and I would feel resistance and I would not feel motivated to do the things I needed to do. And I thought something had gone wrong. I'm like, oh, something's wrong with me. I'm not self-disciplined enough. I've got to fix this problem with me not being motivated. But that is a guarantee. We're rarely going to feel motivated to grow because it is a painful process. And so my simple is better. Have one list. And I, I mean, I have a process to this whole thing, but the basics are have one main running list that houses all of your stuff, all of your tasks, your ideas, your projects, your books you want to buy, everything, just like your, your bucket, your catch-all. I usually with my clients have them use a Google Doc because you can get to it on your computer or your phone. And that's step one, for sure do that. And then schedule everything on your calendar. This part people do not like, they have so much resistance. They're like, it's too boring. I feel too restricted. If I, if I have to schedule everything on my calendar, then my life's just, I'm a robot. And then it's like so boring and I lose all the spontaneity. But that's so far from the truth because once you learn how to really schedule your time and follow and honor your schedule, you can create absolutely any result you want in your life. And that is so much freaking fun. And so I have to, some of my clients fight for their list and their color coding and their markers. They like checking the boxes because it feels so good. <laughs> it's so fun. And I'm like, no, this part should be super boring. The fun part is Friday when you're like, yes, I just kicked ass this week. That should be the fun part, not the managing all the things. <laughs> I'm the weirdo who loves to manage. My planner is hour by hour. It's color yeah. Coordinated. I have the check boxes. Oh, that's have, so funny. I have no chill when it comes to it. And like, I like, people always told me I wasn't very spontaneous. And I was like, I just like to schedule it in. If you want to hang out with me, we can schedule it in. And then I'm not like taking away from things that I already had to do. Yeah. I really don't like being spontaneous. I don't. If you come at me same day, like every once in a while, I'll like maybe change it, but probably not because I have, because I have so many goals and scheduling them like me keep track of them. And I'm like, you know, we can just do something this day. So I am a hyper scheduler person, but it's allowed me to have so much free time. Like on Saturdays, I don't do anything because I've hang out with my husband because I know six days a week I have lists and goals and things yeah. to do. My husband, on the other hand, we tried to get him a schedule. I've been trying for three years. Yeah. Bless his heart. It will not happen. <laughs> He's nothing but resistance when it comes to uh, the scheduling experience. And I don't, and he's one of those people that just like remembers things and gets them done. And I don't understand it. I have no capacity for that. He hasn't written yeah. down a note in, I don't know. I, I wrote it for him and I was like, just do this. It's easier. <laughs> this will be yeah. easier. And it's so, it's so interesting to watch it happen. So when your clients are coming to you and they're just like super busy and they have like all these goals and they're like, I don't have enough time. Is creating that schedule how you help them shift out of that like limiting belief that there's such a thing as not 
enough time? Well, the first thing, like if someone says they don't have enough time and if they truly feel like they don't, it's because they don't have clear priorities. You have your, and often with that, you see the perfectionist tendency, trying to do all things for all people perfectly. So they're chasing unicorns and exhausted because they never find one. (laughs) And yeah, so if you feel like you don't have enough time, it's because you don't have clearly defined priority, always. That's very true. That sense of overwhelm I hear from like my friends all the time. They're like, I'm so, I'm so busy. I don't have enough time. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to hang out with people. You have all the time. It's always a matter of prioritizing those things. So what do you think of your clients? What do they have the hardest time prioritizing? Is it their health? Is it relationships? Is it time for themselves? What do you really work with to be like, you need to prioritize this to- Well, I let them decide. I let them decide what their priorities are. And they often will struggle because they do want to be a perfect mom, a perfect wife, a perfect employee, a perfect health fanatic. They want to do all the things. And so getting them to a point where they really fully understand what their priorities are, which a lot of us don't. We don't really sit and think about it like that. So I never tell them what their priorities should be. We, I let them decide because they know they just kind of block it for different reasons. And so we clean that up. And then what was the other part of the question? What they think, you know, almost into that, it's kind of like quarantine has given people a lot of time Mm, to prioritize how I have changed. My priority shifted immensely in quarantine to really focusing on my, on like a business I got instead of like my day job. Things that I wasn't even going to launch until the end of this year are happening in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because time is either your best friend or your enemy. Typically it's rare that there's something in the middle there. And what I found, cause when this first hit, my, my first reaction was like, Oh, this is going to be interesting for my business. I was like, people are probably going to be putting the coaching on hold. But what happened was the opposite. They're like, I'm reminded now that we are not guaranteed next week, next month or next year. I, if I caught this virus and found out I was dying, I would have so many regrets and I want to clean that up. And I'm like, yes, let's get some shit done. Let's totally flip your life upside down, both on the time side, both on just the life side, all of it. And so that's been really fun because I think people now are putting a bigger priority on their overall well-being and where they're headed in life because it's so easy to get on default mode and Monday becomes Friday and one week becomes a month and a month a year and you're like um what the hell happened this year did I actually do anything important this year I did that for many years (laughs) like what did I do this year hello my dear friends what kind of money community do you have and I don't mean who's your financial institution What are your investments? How's your 401k? I don't mean that. I mean the people that you can go to when you're struggling to pay off your debt, when you're not sure if you're doing the right thing financially, where you want extra saving tips, where you want budget advice, where you want little teeny tiny savings hacks that can add up so much in the long run. Do you have a money community? If you don't, then I'm so freaking excited to welcome you into mine. It's called My Money Works Tribe. It's on Facebook. We are growing every single day. And right now I am doing, for every week, you can earn $25 for yourself to spend on maybe a little treat for yourself or put it forward with that debt. You know, my favorite thing. And then also $75 to your local community, either your community food bank, a charity you love, something to give back. And I'm so, so excited to be able to offer this for y'all. So be sure to check out my Money Works Tribe. The link is going to be in the bio and I cannot wait to see you there. 
Exactly. Like, honestly, just the way 2020 has been, I was reading like an article about our concept of time and how people who were already working from home, this hasn't skewed their sense of time as much as mm-hmm. people who were going into an office. And it's so many people didn't work the entire month of April and no one knows where April went. Like, yeah, it yeah. was just gone. But March was like 18 years long. I don't even remember what happened in February. I don't know that we had February this year. I think who knows? we skipped it this year. <laughs> There wasn't even a pandemic in February. And I'm like, I don't know. It's gone. There was like a Super Bowl. It's over. I don't know. And then May has been this very interesting, but it doesn't feel like it's dragging per se, because there are more things you can do, but it's still not like a time thing. Time is like crazy. Time is honestly just crazy at this point. And I love it. And I love that you said that time is either your best friend or your enemy, because in all of this, people have had the time to do the things that they were not able to necessarily do before how have you been like helping people like with their time now that they potentially have 10 extra hours Oh, you want to know? We, I have created boot camps for each one of them. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So we all have stuff we want to work on. So let's say maybe it's exercising. Let's say it's getting more organized. Let's say, I'm trying to think of some of my clients. One of my clients, it's interesting, like really has a hard time being alone, not having company. She, when she's alone, it's too much for her. Another one desperately wanted to stop traveling and she's a national speaker. She was tired of traveling and wanted to find a way to build an income without her having to get on an airplane a couple times a week. And so I go, all right, guys, this is our boot camp. You have this extra time. We're going to get you to a place where you can master these things that were challenging you during a national or global pandemic. If you can learn how to get through your urge to not exercise and do it anyway during this shitstorm, you're going to come out a freaking hero. Like seriously. It's so fun that way. That's so good. I definitely have seen so many people even like my friends who don't really exercise I'm like the fitness bunny of all of my friends people who like made every excuse in the world to not go to the gym are now like downloading Zumba at home yeah workouts at home and I'm like you guys could have done this this whole freaking time (laughs) all I've sent you workout videos for years and they're like well now I have the time you had the time but now you're getting in a habit of it and they're like oh I do it like every day now I'm like yeah people who worked out zero are now working out like six days a week. And I'm just like so excited for post pandemic when I'm like, oh, you already made it a habit. You made it a habit for like three months. There's no reason you can't fit it in because it's a new habit trigger. Yeah. So do you teach a lot of like habit triggers in your time management? Like, do you have like when they do one thing that kind of triggers like a cycle and that's considered like a time block for them? Kind of, it's very simple though. So for, for me and what I do with my clients is, we, they have their main list that catches everything that's going on. Their brain always knows where to put the things. And so then we use that list every Monday to map out their entire week. Everything they're going to do, whether it's a habit, whether it's a one-off task, whether it's recurring, we make all of the decisions ahead of time. And so for the rest of the week, all they have to do, myself included, is just follow the schedule. That's it. I don't have to decide anything and neither do they. And in the beginning, it feels very restricted, but it's super freeing. It's almost like having a parent. It's like future you, map 
out your time going, no, this is what we need to do. And you just follow. Now the following it is a lot of work because our, we have human brains that we need to learn how to manage for sure. That's so true. I, I always map out like this. I have interviews. So I have all my interviews, anything that involves other humans or deadlines is always mapped out yep. the week before. And then I usually do it like just the night before, just cause I'll have like things like content creation, what I'm working on, but I won't necessarily know that because it'll depend on how much I got done the next day. But I know what hours I'm going to be working yeah. all week. Like I have, even though now I'm like working. A big, difference, a big difference with the way I do it. I decide how much time I'm going to give myself to do something and I honor that. So I always know how much time it's going to take me because I do not deviate from that. I usually finish earlier. Crazy skill. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is usually I finish earlier. So then I do more things. So if I get all my Instagram done and I start just working on the website, I'm like, okay, so tomorrow I can work on editing the whole day, which has been really nice. Yeah. It's a skill set learning how to, because most, and another big one is to schedule by completion task or by completion item, not activity. Meaning like a lot of people like to say, I'll work on my website. No, I will finish my about me page by this like very specific completion activities on the calendar instead of just work on websites too open-ended oh I should have had you yesterday goodness (laughs) oh my goodness in today's culture it sort of feels like we always have to be busy 24 7 or else we're not seen as reaching our potential being really productive because we're always inundated with do more do more you can be doing more this person is doing more how do you like work with your clients to realize that you can do more in less time still. Well, the first thing we do is we clean up all of that worrying about what other people think. Clean that up real fast because it really does not matter. Other people can totally be wrong about us and it can be fine. Totally no big deal. So then it's a matter of like, what do you want to spend your time on? Like I have a lot of small business owner clients and as you probably know, there is a lot going on. You've got the email stats, the Facebook stats, the website stats, you got emails, DMs, texts, all of it. So it's a lot of noise. And so at the end of the day, your brain is on this hyper dopamine mode where it wants all of this feedback. And it is a process learning how to calm that down and go, okay, now we're going to power down and we're going to give our brains a little break for a hot minute. And I created this process that I use with my clients on Sundays where it's called shut it down Sunday. And for two hours, and you can do any amount of time, I started doing it for two hours where I go on airplane mode, essentially no TV, no computer, no phone, no sound which is crazy for me because I love my podcast. And so for two hours, I just step off the ride and I go, okay, if my life never got any better than it is right now in this moment, what would be amazing? Because it's so easy to get into that chase. Life will be so much better once I get there, which is the biggest lie we tell ourselves because it never really changes. Wherever we go, there we are. So I just step off the ride and I go, what do I love about my life right now? Even though I have three gray paint swatches on my kitchen that I've had there for about a year, because I can't find an actual gray. They're all blue. <laughs> I go, whatever. My kitchen is still amazing. I have so much sunlight. I have little squirrels that pop their head up in the window. And I just really practice on deep, deep gratitude for everything in my life, just as it is, which is so fun. So fun. It's not easy to do in the beginning, but it's incredibly rewarding. Two hours about sound. Oh, man. How yeah, and it's, it's tough. In the beginning, my brain's like, what the hell are we doing? Give me something Ooh. to listen to. I w- oh. So fun, though. I will maybe try that. I'm like that person that like can't even sleep if there's not noise. Like, same, same. Like, I do, like, my, me and my husband, we do like Saturdays together and that's generally like, airplane mode time. We do like outdoor 
things. We'll go oh, hiking. Nice. So that's kind of... So that's similar. Yes, that's like For my sure. shut it down Saturday just because if we don't, it's seven days a week. We're never going to hang out together. Yeah. And then I was just... My brain was always mush because I'm doing so many things that you have to have that break. And I used to think that I would die if I wasn't attached to my phone. <laughs> right. As it turns out, didn't yeah. die. So if yeah. you are addicted to your phone, you are attached to your phone all the time, social media, all of that, you won't die. I promise. You will not die. I'm telling you yeah. now. Start you're small. Not die. 15 minutes and build up. Exactly. <laughs> you can, you sleep at night without your phone. You, you will be okay. That was something I had to learn. Yeah. You're like the world will not end if I do not reply to every single text message at two o'clock in the morning. Totally. That yeah. Was and good... time does go so quickly. And so it's kind of a good way to sit and like think about your week. Like, okay, I kind of kicked ass on this and this and this. This didn't go as well as I would have liked, but I learned whatever. Learned this lesson. I'll try again. It's just, it is a really cool way to just love your life the way it is, which is not always so easy to do. Celebrating those like little wins. I love they were totally. like, what did I kick ass on this week? Yeah. Like that is something that I had to like really learn to implement because I would always just look at all the things I didn't get done yes. and ignore the, the 80,000 <laughs> things I got done. That's like, our oh. human brain right there. It's so crazy. I'm like, oh, I checked 50 things off the list. Didn't get these four. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> that's another very important time management thing I want people yeah. to take away from. Celebrate that you accomplished the things. Even if you didn't accomplish them in maybe the time frame you wanted, you accomplished your goal. Celebrate that. Thank yourself yeah. for doing that and being awesome. Yeah, in time management, some people have this like idea like, oh, you're going to make me be more productive and work harder. It's like, no, time is our most precious commodity. Like we never get it back. And we're all managing our time. We're either doing it by default or by design. And if you're doing it by default, you're just it's just it's very sad because life is so short so when you do it by default you never really change because you already have the results from your default right that's so good default or design that's a really good way to put it because you can just you can just go through your day day by day and let things happen to you and that's kind of the mentality of life is just happening yes. to you yeah as opposed to life is happening for you you are creating your life knowing that you are in control of your time is so powerful. It totally is. Like I'll sit down on Mondays and go, okay, what result do I want to create this week? What tangible result? What do I have to do to get that? What do I have to do to make that inevitable? Do I have time? And then I go get it. It's so freaking fun. So fun. All right. So what are you probably looking forward to the most for the rest of 2020? The unknown. My life was so predictable for so long right now. There's so much unknown. I have no idea how this year is going to play out. I certainly know how I want it to play out, but I don't know. And that's super fun. I'm just waiting for like aliens to land at this point. Like I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'm yeah. thinking like, I think like August, I think by August we will have aliens and I will clear my whole schedule for aliens. Yes. Say that right now. now like, I would oh. love to get on a beach before the end of the year. I would love to go to Turks and Caicos. It's kind of my spot, but so I don't nice. know if I'll be up for flying anytime soon. So we'll see. Yeah. We thought about like just driving to Florida cause we're only like nine hours away, but I also don't I'm like beach, sand, other humans. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe not yet. <laughs> I'm like I just need like Nashville's been doing good. We've been getting like sun and warm and not rain. So I'm like I can just yeah. I can lie to myself. All right. So if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, like if you're sitting down with 19 year old you, holy mackerel, what would you slap her silly and be like? You gotta listen to this right today. Okay. One, he got the text. He's not interested. Move on. <laughs> one, come on. He Yes, he got it. Don't 
and stop doing this. Oh, sorry. I meant to send that to someone else business because that never works. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, I would say spend no time worrying about other people's opinion of you and focus only on your own opinion of yourself. I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time trying to control that narrative and it's impossible and exhausting and it doesn't work. Yeah. That's let other people be wrong. Let it be okay. I, I definitely define a lot of my life by other people's opinion. And I think probably in the last two years, like when someone was, oh, if someone doesn't like you, they're not for you. Why would you want someone that's not for you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't want people who don't like me. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. it's And we're human. We're sp- We want to fit in the tribe, right? We're hardwired that way. So cleaning that up is everything because it's very, it's very sad, right? You feel awful when your opinion it's based on someone else because then you're completely powerless in it yeah and if like one person said one mean thing to me eight years ago i'm still thinking about it late at night i've never seen that person again we're not friends on any social media they said it one time and we just latch on to the crazy things that people say about us Yeah. And I I have to say that the relationship with my mom and my ability to let other people's opinion water off a duck's back now are the two biggest changes in my life for sure. I mean, it certainly bothers me sometimes, but I don't like indulge in it. I don't take take it on for a weekend and beat myself up over it. I go, okay, interesting. Okay, interesting opinion. We're all entitled to our own opinions. (laughs) If you don't like me, I don't care. If you're still following all my stuff on social media, you are a fan not a hater. Yeah, totally. Totally. We're all kind of a hot mess anyway, right? We're all kind of a hot mess. So I just let other people be a mess and I let myself be messy sometimes too. So. Absolutely. So I'm going to have your website, your social medias, all that good stuff. So everybody can find you linked in the show notes. Perfect. And I love to have my guests just close out with like a final message on your heart, story, advice, whatever you would like to end with. The floor is yours again. Okay. So I would say take time to think of your life from an intentional standpoint, especially if you're in a phase where you feel like the best part of your life is over and you're just going to ride it out till the end. Like, don't let your brain, don't believe that bullshit because it's totally not true. And it's 100% in your control. And to just make the decision, like I'm going to take responsibility for my life as it is now and creating a life that I love is my job and only my responsibility. And I'm going to figure out how to do that. Just go for it because we really do only get one shot at this. And I was at that place and I know how hopeless that feels and it's not even remotely true. I love that. That's so good. You're taking responsibility for your life. You did not peak in high school. You did not peak in college. Yeah. You have not peaked. You never peak. You are always creating the best, the best life you could possibly have because you are in control. You are in control of your time. You're in control of your mindset. You are in control. And that is so powerful. It totally Uh is. So good. Thank you so much for hanging out taking you're very welcome yeah you're welcome and if anyone's struggling with making a difficult decision hit my website book a free call i would love to walk you through the process i used for mine it's super fun for me to be able to help other people with that i'm so excited all that will be linked in the show notes for you guys so definitely check her out give her a follow learn some fun stuff website will be there always take up a free coaching call you guys like you don't know how much you could change in one call and how hyped you'll be to work with her so i Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Awesome. Well, it was, it was my honor. It was a ton of fun.